0: Welcome, welcome to the Seattle Sports Union podcast. This is Matt the Delightful Duck. Today he's delightful. Uh, Coming to you live here with Brian Solman Solak. And we've got a special guest. We've got Dean Janikowski, place kicker for the Washington State University
1: Cougars. Welcome to the show.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: By the way, Matt's not delightful, and he is a duck. So Uh, feel free. I was going to say with the flag in the back. (laughs) There's there's been some there's been some debate uh,
0: as far as whether or not I'm delightful. Um, I think our our co-host Abraham likes to call me that damn dirty duck. Uh, But I am I'm going for a rebrand. Let me put it that way. But anyway, uh, Brian, you want to you you want to kick us off with some uh, some absolutely our our interrogation tonight. (laughs) <laughs> where'd you grow up dean where are you from uh, i'm from K- fallbrook california
2: so kind of small town uh right SoCal, california right around there
1: okay okay um did you grow up practicing catholic is, is that what i read yeah catholic my whole life uh i've gone through all the sacraments
2: everything my whole family all of us uh we're all catholic i went to a catholic school my whole life so
1: based around that awesome all right you- are you still practicing Catholic? Catholicism? Yeah, I'm
2: still practicing. Yeah, I actually just got back from daily mass. So, uh, yeah, I'm going through Lent. Gave up, gave up sugar, gave up TV, and gave up a bunch of stuff for uh, these forty days.
1: Wow, good for you! Now I wow. feel guilty. I'm why. Why I say that is because I, I'm a pract- I'm a Catholic too. I grew up in a Catholic wow. school. Went to Catholic high school, and. I didn't give up much this year like I should have, but now I'm going to have to reflect and see what else I can do. (laughs) I know. It's hard. It's not easy. Every
2: year I try to push myself a little bit more, and it doesn't help all my siblings. They're on my back, too, trying to get me to give up more stuff, too, so it's funny.
1: How many siblings you got? I got a
2: brother and sister. Sister plays soccer at Humboldt, and my brother's a senior in high school. He goes to Cathedral Catholic down in Del Mar, and, uh, yeah, he's actually about to come up here and play defensive
1: end. I think oh, I saw that. That's yeah. That, congratulations! That'll be fun <laughs> to play with him, won't it? Oh yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Can can you can you joke around and I mean it's not Hayes, but can you joke around and you know and make him carry a backpack or what you know like baseball players do to <laughs> yeah. the rookies or?
2: I know back back in the day, my freshman year, we used to do not like hazing in a bad way, but they used yeah. to have like linemen. They used to do haircuts. So like the first day of school, they had to do haircuts. We would have guys, they'd cut the top of their head and pull their hairline back and do a bunch of designs. <laughs> and you, couldn't, you couldn't wear a hat or anything. You had to show up to school. Uh, I'm trying to keep that tradition a little bit, but uh, yeah, there's still a little bit of that.
0: <laughs> right on. So you're going you're gonna to cut his hair is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. He's going to get a
1: good haircut. <laughs> What, why Wazoo? What brought you to Wazoo?
2: Well, Fallbrook, California is a little bit like Wazoo, uh, just like <sighs> farming-based and kind of small town. I really liked that a lot, uh, especially the community, because Fallbrook, Fallbrook's pretty small. We're still in SoCal and like close to big cities, but it's uh, it reminds me a lot of home. Like I grew up raising animals, whether it was 4H, I did steers, pigs, all that. So like seeing all the agriculture and stuff like that really excites me. And really when I came here too, it was just like seeing how close everyone was. Like down in California, it's not very popular to see people with like their stickers of the schools they went to. Like you don't see SDSU stickers everywhere. You don't see UCLA stickers as much as like Pullman. I remember just flying here and I wore a WSU shirt and people were like, go Cougs, go Cougs. Why are you up here? (laughs) Like it was so cool. It was so nice. So it really got me excited. I'm like, man, there's got to be something special up here.
0: Well, yeah, That's, it's. I mean, it, you know, from the outsider perspective, I I, I always am um, um constantly amazed at, at the uh, the amount of Wazoo fans there are nationwide. I mean, you know, you guys yeah. go up to uh, get the game day, uh, streak with the flag in the background, yeah. and it, there's Cougs everywhere. I, mm-hmm. I see them absolutely everywhere. It's something tell- something I wish I wish uh, <laughs> Oregon had a little more of, but you know, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> tell
1: tell me in your words, what does it mean to be a Coug? Mm.
2: I think community stands out the most. I think to be a cook, uh you just help everyone like uh the saying uh I think just help just helping out everyone. Like you're you're so close, like everyone's your friend. You know everyone. And and that's kind of my goal this year when I set out my yearly goals was to grow in the community in Pullman and meet more people and kind of just keep growing that connection. So one day I can come back here and keep helping, supporting the community and stuff like that. So I think, I think community for sure. And
1: just keep coming back and keep giving. Well said, well said. I graduated 96 from Wazoo and it took me, what was it, over 20 plus years to go back to Pullman. And because, because, I mean, I got married, my wife and I lived there one year, she couldn't stand it, but I can't hold that against her because she's put up with me for almost 29 years and <laughs> yeah but but now we've gone back for the last few years and we just love it there. I mean you just get that chill and mm-hmm. you're just driving driving across highway 26 but you pull into Pullman and it's like oh my gosh, where have you been all my life? I really love. <laughs> I- I know, right? And not much
2: changes. It's all pretty. I'm sure it's pretty similar to what it was like for you. I mean, there's some new buildings, but I feel like everything kind of stays the same in the same culture.
0: He, Most definitely. He really likes to get upset at me because I I like to. Uh... Uh, he'll he'll post pictures whenever he goes back to back to Pullman of like the the corn fields where or the wheat fields where everyone's like cut out the big logo or whatever and yeah. uh, and I, I like to make the joke that man somebody vandalized that field why aren't they upset? <laughs> you upset yeah that's, that's costly <laughs> <against all> that <laughs> out that's just mean come on
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> you um when when did you start kicking was it in high school I mean wh- how did you become a kicker Yeah. So
2: I played soccer my whole life and uh, I really thought that was what I was going to do in college. And it really took all the way till my sophomore year. So freshman year, I started playing football. I was tight end linebacker and then kicker. And it took all the way until my sophomore year. I was I was going to go play soccer and I was trying out for the team my freshman year. So our school has a freshman JV and a varsity team. And I made varsity or I made JV my freshman year, so I was like, okay, I was going to try out my sophomore year. I'm like, I'm for sure going to make JV really pushing for varsity. I didn't make any of them. I got cut. That was the first time I ever got cut. Went up to the stands. I told my dad, this ain't for this ain't for me anymore because I was kind of getting bored of it. I was getting a little tired. And I'm like, I'm going to stick to kicking. Like, we're going to make kicking a thing. We're going to really just focus on that and really, like, use that whole time that I would be playing soccer and just really stick to kicking and and see how far I can take it. So, so from there, I did that. And my, my junior year, well, my sophomore year, then my junior year and senior years, the rest of the years, I was just a kicker and punter. I'd go in for linebacker every so often because uh, I was that big. So I'd go in for a few plays like that. But yeah, I really just stuck to kicking since then.
0: What is the, um? what's the difference as far as a learning, maybe a learning curve or, uh, you know, I guess. I don't want to put this, I, yeah, just what, what is the fundamental difference between punting and kicking? I mean, is there, a, is there a, a real adjustment for you to make to go to punting?
2: Yeah, so the way your leg swings is the hardest for me. So for punting, it's very linear, so it's straight up and down, you're kicking straight up, versus kicking, you're kind of swinging your leg like a golf swing. So for me, when I go from kicking to punting, my leg's so used, because I'm I'm mainly a kicker, I can punt as well, but my swing's like a golf swing, so when I try to hit a punt, I kind of chop at it so it kind of it kind of plays with me and i think it's just a lot harder to punt with dropping the ball playing the wind because when you drop that ball if it's windy it turns that ball i think punting is a lot harder but i would say those two are the the biggest for me all
0: right and and, and consider the 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 kicking motion like a golf swing that's that's interesting it makes sense now that I think about it but it's something i've never really considered before
2: yeah you twist your hips (sighs) versus just using your hip flexor okay
1: Biggest um, kick of your career. Sorry to interrupt. Going, Matt, big biggest kick of your career.
2: UW UW game for sure. We <laughs> lined up this last game. Ooh, we were uh, we were kicking pregame, and I was telling Coach everywhere I can kick. I was like, "All right, we're good, 55 yards each side." Well, sure enough, game starts, and you know Pullman gets that crazy wind. It was late at night, but it got that crazy wind, and I, Coach Dickert, sent me out, uh, fully fully confident I was gonna make it, and I'm running out there, and I'm like man first kick of the game no one scored yet there's about a 10 mile per hour wind in my face and i was like oh i gotta make this i was like <laughs> i gotta i gotta start the game out right so I lined up kicked it flew up in the air it was gonna be like 10 yards through the uprights i kicked it that well but the last five yards it stuck in the wind and just slowly dropped uh-huh. hit the crossbar and rolled in
1: wow that's crazy that is
0: crazy, <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> yeah yeah i imagine any kick against u-dub would be uh would be a big one in your mind i'm sure oh
2: yeah for sure every every year i mean my first year i i kicked when we played u-dub i had five field goals tied tied the record with most field goals and wow. then uh scored more points than u technically they scored 13 <laughs> points i scored
0: 16 <laughs> Your foot That's outscored awesome. the we, entire team. I love that. we, we <laughs> yeah. got to get
1: that clip on replay, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, any
0: time uh, Washington you loses, I'm on board. I'm okay. On board. <laughs> yeah, you guys got some beef with Washington.
2: <laughs> I'm still upset about our losses last year, losing in the last two minutes. That oh, was brutal.
0: That was, that was that a was roller coaster. Let's put it that way. It yeah. was a roller coaster. Right. Um, so I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you about um, – about your, your punter buddy, Nick Haber, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's your holder and he's the, the punter, uh, uh on yeah. the team. Right. And, and I think I saw also that he's, he's your housemate as well. Yeah. So, uh,
2: so I didn't know Nick. So Nick came in crazy story with how Nick got here. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. Cause to be honest, I didn't even know we were getting an Australian punter. I had a little bit of an idea, but I didn't know when he was getting in, he gets in. Well, this was during COVID and the flights were so jacked up. He traveled for 40 hours Ooh. it's a it's a how long is it i think it's a 14 hour flight yeah i might be wrong if but right direct, around that, yeah yeah and so it was 40 hours he gets wow. here finally gets in he ends up getting into uh his apartment well all he could bring was a suitcase yeah. a, a checked bag and So it was during COVID, so like the restaurants weren't open, we weren't lifting, he was in quarantine. He didn't have food for like 14 days. Like people would bring him some food, but at at one point, and then his phone wasn't working. So it was, so like living with that was crazy, like him dealing with that. And then uh, I I ended up meeting him uh, and we became really close. We're really similar with everything we like. We like fishing, we like doing all these things. Uh, We ended up getting a house together. One of our buddies, our parents, they uh they bought the house. Oh. And we're like, okay, stay here. We stayed there. Rent was relatively cheap, I would say the average price. And last second, they throw us this curveball. We're throwing the rent up two hundred bucks a month, like even more. Wow, and it was way overpriced. I was like, I can't do this. Nick yeah. definitely can't do this. Like he's living off a of paycheck to paycheck with getting paid for football because that's the only way you can make money. So now we're scrambling for houses because we had like a month's notice. we're like i don't know what we're gonna do we find a house with a football guy he only has one room room's really small i'm like well nick i found a place but i think (laughs) we gotta live in the same room (laughs) he's like all right we'll do it we're both single at the time Uh so like we didn't care and uh whatever we moved we moved in and yeah it was literally like stepbrothers beds were bed to bed (laughs) We could, we could honestly hold hands if we wanted to, we were that close. And, uh, <laughs> it was crazy. We went eight months through that and then we ended up finding a better house and uh, a room for ourselves, but it was crazy. That was for sure. Like stepbrothers hanging out, going through the season every single day in the same room,
0: not much room for activities.
1: <laughs> not, no, not <laughs>
2: all. He shared, he shared shared the same bathroom, shared everything. So yeah. it was, it was cheap though. It was like 200 bucks a month
1: that's not bad. So,
0: uh, yeah. So I wanted, I wanted to touch on how important is it to have a good, uh, like a good working relationship with your, with your holder? I mean, how important is that? Is that crucial?
2: Yeah, it's huge. Like when he got here, I, I threw him straight into like holding he's never held before. So it was like, listen, Nick, this is what you got to do in this situation. Cause they got to know a lot more than people would think he's watching the clock when we go out for PATs or field goals. Like there'll be a lot of times where we're left with like eight seconds because it was the last decision uh, just to hit a field goal. And so he's got to know a lot of things, but it's, it's so important. And just having that confidence because like last year, I would step out every single game and not even worry. I like, if you're ever worrying about your holder, your snapper, you're not going to have a good game or you're not going to have a good season. You have to have a hundred percent trust in that guy.
1: Interesting. I want to know about, I get your spring spring practice you're obviously getting into right now and what's it like for kickers and punters for practicing i mean i know every different position i mean but are you able to go there for and then participate in drills or do you have to stay on the sidelines i've always been curious yeah
2: we we still get all our kicks in luckily we have three fields technically our practice fields or whatever and then our game field We'll, while everyone's using the practice fields, we'll go on the the actual game field and we'll kick there and we'll get our drills in there. Um, but most of the time we'll get most of our stuff done within like half the practice. And then we kind of just sit and wait because we can't be kicking the whole three hours. So we have to kind of just manage that time because in between practices, we'll have different times to hit, either hit team field goals or team punts. And those are really the things we have to be ready for the most. Um, otherwise... Otherwise, we're not doing a whole lot—just drill work and just kind of staying ready. Because you can't you can't kick for three hours straight, so it's just it's just staying ready and just. But spring spring practice is pretty light. It's like a practice every single other day. I think there's fifteen practices within like a two month period.
1: Okay. That's not okay. Bad. No, not at all.
0: Um. So I, I have to ask. Um. What is a uh, digital technology and culture degree? I'm just curious. I've never heard of it before. I, yes. I think Holman's
2: one of the only, there might be a few other schools that have it, but I kind of consider it like a business degree uh, in the sense of like the digital world, whether it's like design or like figuring out how social media works or like marketing. Um, Cause originally I was a business degree and I had a minor in communications and i decided to go design way i really like editing i like doing like videos pictures and all all the social media stuff i love okay. so i ended up going that route and i had a blast with it there was only one other football player that did it and his name's dallas hobbs and he kind of showed me the ropes with it all and i loved it I ended up graduating in three years and now i'm on my master's for business management okay
1: oh good well, for congratulations. you congratulations yeah, yeah congratulations you. indeed so then in the fall you're going to be a red shirt junior. Is yep. this? Is, do you think this is going to be your last season, or, or you can play it by year? I mean, I'll do does... I'll do
2: two more years. I got two okay. more years. I'll finish off my masters, and I think it'll be plenty. Especially just to take that extra year to play with my brother. I'm so excited about that.
1: I forgot about that. That'll be so yeah, fun. That be fun. Yeah, yeah. I take
2: all the time I all the time I need. It, it's nice having that buffer room because it'll be six years I'm here, which is crazy, but. Uh, why not take that opportunity, especially to get my master's paid for and finish all that. Well
1: if, if the NFL comes calling, you you see yourself as an ex Jason Hansen, played 20 years in the NFL.
2: <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah, Jason's a great guy. I met Jason, he's really cool. He has he had a crazy career at WSU. Super impressive.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some yes, of us did. some of us may have hated him from afar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying who. Um, okay <laughs> uh yeah before we we yeah move too far uh back to reality i wanted i wanted to do ask a question um exactly how much should we emphasize that you're not related to a certain ex-nfl kicker <laughs> I,
2: I think maybe to the max because every okay. day i get a dm asking <laughs> if i'm related oh wow
0: people, Nothing, are,
2: people are really after that okay yeah right well like when we played Wisconsin. I think that was like three or four million views. And we had a field goal. We won by a field goal. And it was so funny just like seeing the tweets of just Janikowski, like, no way this guy's not related. Like, there's no way I'm not buying it. And then everyone's like, no, no, no. They actually had to add to my profile. They did this the last year because there were so many like questions about it Mm -hmm. saying that Dean's not related, like (laughs) specifically.
0: That's great. Okay. So for our viewers, he is absolutely. Never Not related. Really. <laughs> just to be clear, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Wanted to dial that in, you know, on what level? Yeah, right. All right. Um uh, One ahead. more
1: question about Pullman. I got to ask, have you been to the Coug?
0: Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> did you Did you see the barstool thing? They're They're in the semifinals right now for best bar town in America. Oh,
1: really? I didn't know we made the semis. So we are in the semis. Okay. Yeah,
2: we just made it. We beat Minneapolis. I was shocked.
1: That's awesome. Do they still have the cookie place? Matt loves a cookie uh, I was just place. gonna ask. I'm like, I'm I'm fascinated
0: by the cookie the cookie midnight. a yeah, midnight dude, cookie? so cookies. They'll deliver a cookie and milk milk to your dorm room or something like that till like two a.m. Yeah. yeah, three a.m. Three a.m. Have you had? <laughs> I that? use them a lot, so <laughs> I know you exactly. Wonderful. I I I'm fascinated by that business model. I you know we went we, we went to the Coog. He showed me around t- around town and and I was just fascinated by that business model. I want I want one here in Everett where I live. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> they do pretty well. Um, all right. So we, we want to move on to what what is really the meat and potatoes, I guess, uh, of the podcast. We um, Wanted to uh, hear a bit about uh, this foundation uh, that your family has set up and, and that you're involved with. And I and, and, uh, wanted to hear about uh, your mom and what she stood for.
2: Yeah. So my mom passed away about a year and a half ago uh, from cancer she's been fighting it for around 11 years and ultimately it spread like crazy last second um, after it was all gone uh, and ended up taking her life and after that our whole family kind of reflected on it and we ended up coming up with the heather janikowski foundation uh and it's a 501 c3 and it's a foundation for raising money for kids with cancer and kind of helping out the whole community um and it really is for like because my mom was a teacher athletic trainer she did a lot of things and reached out to a lot of different communities so it's for helping kids with cancer but also helping out those communities like teachers and stuff like that we really want to reach out to a lot of people we've done a lot of events in the past we've done 5ks 5ks are kind of our thing we have a 5k coming up uh june 24th but yeah we really took that upon us and we really got excited about the opportunity and just kind of giving back uh, Cause I know cancer treatments can be really expensive. So helping at helping out as much people as we can.
1: Is the 5k locally in Pullman or?
2: No. So the 5k is in California. Okay. Um, so we, so they do it down there and I've been doing some things up here. Like my, in the season, I did a pledge it to where you could donate a certain amount of money per point I made. And I end up raising $17,000 uh, and that's for a kid with cancer. And it kind of made a fun way to like watch field goals and like raise money that way.
0: Are you going to continue that program this year?
2: Yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. Uh, honestly, until my career as a kicker is over with, I okay. think I'm throughout the NFL. Um, it really was pretty easy on my end to do. Uh, Pledge It kind of does everything that for me. And it was really cool to like see people get excited. People were like getting nervous for me kicking, just like watching that. Being like oh my gosh like this is how much money he's raising and it was kind of a fun game it, it added more pressure but a good pressure i'd line up being like i want to score points for my team but i also want to make money for these kids with cancer
1: what kind of a relationship did you have with your mother
2: uh, i was really close to her she did everything for me i wouldn't be the man i am now without her uh she was just she'd be the loudest one at the, those games she went to almost every single home game um and she was always there for me. She was the one who motivated me. She would be super sick. She fought it for 11 years, but you would never be able to tell. Like as a young kid, I I could never tell that she was struggling with it. To be honest, I didn't know how serious it was. It got so serious to where it was terminal like she only had a few weeks to live. I had no idea. She was going for runs, she was doing all these things. And now that I'm older and I can look back at it, I'm like, wow, this is so amazing. Like like I I I'm sick. I was sick a few days ago, and I was like throwing a fit and pouting. <laughs> and I'm like, this lady did all this for the last three, eleven years, and I'm complaining about little cold. I'm like, this lady has been through everything, and she motivates me so much to keep going. And I always write down her name on my hand and stuff like that to motivate me and just remind me because she really has just pushed herself, and it's just so motivating for me.
1: Wow, oh, very blessed man. That's awesome. Uh, uh. Um, I, so
0: <clears throat> I'm, I'm a little more curious about um, why did you specifically, I mean, what, what, what led to the, the family decision to, 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 to start a foundation? Exactly. I mean, you know, why, yeah. why, what was your thought process and how did you, how did you arrive at that, that way to, to remember her by?
2: Yeah, we just really wanted to keep her name alive uh-huh. and, keep helping out those communities cuz my mom would help out everyone else out. She would be dealing with cancer and she'd help out her other friends that were dealing with it worse and just like having her name around still is just so great cuz she helped out a lot of people and she was always willing to help those who were really struggling with it cuz she dealt with a lot of friends that also passed away from breast cancer and different things of cancer so so really just being able to keep her name alive is kind of our goal and just it, it's just been a blast to meet so many new people and just like know that we're doing a great thing and just yeah it's been a blast
1: was she able to see you play in Pullman as well
2: uh yeah so she saw my first season I played here and then uh before she passed she also heard that I got on scholarship so just being able to tell her those things was like oh, good. amazing she she smiled and everything like it was it was great it was really cool to like I don't know I'm just glad she was able to watch me finally play
1: very uh, nice tell us about the event you got coming up next month in pullman
2: yeah so april 21st i'm having a bowling tournament at zeppos and we're having people rent out lanes as sponsors you're gonna have your banner up and then we're also gonna have a silent auction it's the day right before the spring game so we're gonna try to get as much people as we can and raise as much money there's no there's no limit and we're gonna start making this thing an annual thing uh and we're working with people like reuben mays and and we're getting a bunch of cool silent auction items to uh bid on like from Pete Carroll and things like that so we're really excited about uh, about this event and keep making it a thing because I want to get close to this community and I also want to raise this money for people who need it in this community so it's going to be money raised for kids with cancer in Pullman or Spokane area I want to keep it local and I want to help out those around here
1: I, I have I have lots of dog friends too but I, I'm cooped for life obviously but how can they help they help can they just go to a website to contribute or i mean or if they have something they want to donate to your auction is that something possible or
2: yeah so on the heather janikowski foundation page there's a donation page you can donate there um we also have sponsorship forms that we're sending out and digital forms as well that i'll be posting onto my twitter uh just dean janikowski on twitter and you can donate there uh, and that's that's the best way and it's all, it's all 501 C3. So I don't touch any of the money and it goes straight to our bank account strictly set up for, uh, the foundation.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Oh. And that website is, it looks like, I mean, it just, well, wow, okay. It's Fancy it's hj.foundation. Really? Okay. Yeah. There's no com That's, <laughs> that's new for me. Okay. <laughs> something, something you're probably familiar with, with your digital degree. Yeah. Right. Uh More, more than me. Um, (laughs) so I'm, I'm a little more curious about, uh, when, when you, when you say you're helping out kids in the, in the community and and that's wonderful, obviously I, 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 you know, that's great. I'm, this is wonderful to hear. Um, I'm just curious as to what, uh, you know, how you, how do you connect with the kids? How do you find people in need and and how do you help them? And, you know, where, where does that connection be made? so it it really
2: is word of mouth because i want to hear everyone's story and i want to hear who needs the help because obviously there's going to be scammers out there and there's going to be people saying they need this so so it would be word of mouth and it'd be talking to that family and getting to know them and we've been through it with our other 5k like we recently donated 15k to a kid that's dealing with cancer and we get we met them through church and we met their family and we we did a lot of things with them so we knew it was going to a good place and that it was going to cancer and going to help them. So really just word of mouth. And, and we're looking for a person now for this event. So the earlier we find a, a kid, the better.
0: All right. <clears throat> do you yes. have, do you have a long-term like goal or, or amount or our vision for the for the foundation?
2: Yeah. Uh, every single year we want to do it. So we want to make it annual. Um, and really, there's no limit to it. Like I don't have a strict limit. We have a goal. We want to hit 50k. Um, I think that's something we can do. We already have a lot of donations. Uh, we have 26 lanes open to to sponsor, and we already have a good five or six already uh, already picked out. Okay. Um, so really, just there's no limit. There's no limit to it. And on top of that, I forgot to mention that we're donating as well as 25% of it. To the Seattle Children's Hospital cancer oh, research.
1: Okay, awesome. The one that
2: the one that Ruben Mays works with. So we're also we're also doing that as well.
1: All right. Does he? How how can we get this message to you know like the fellow alumni and Cougs? I mean, can we share it in groups? Does Ruben Mays know a bunch of former Cougs who can get involved? I mean, this is a big deal in my opinion, and I'd yeah, like get that word out.
2: Yeah, we're sending out as much as we can. We got flyers. We got it on our billboards at Zeppos. We're like, the more we spread it to, the better. Um, there's going to be a lot of people in town. So it's going to be a big event. It's right while there's a baseball game, as well as everyone coming in for the spring game. So we want it to be as big as possible. We got the whole place rented out, and we're really excited about it.
1: Does Does head coach Brian Green from the baseball team know about it? Uh,
2: I believe so, or at least we're going to be in contact with him. We're talking about different sports like soccer coaches, as well as some of the track guys and and a lot of them because i know they would
1: love to be at it sorry you're okay with me sending him a message saying that he needs to be <laughs> yeah. involved yeah do it Push sure. his arm. Send it,
2: send it to everyone <laughs> let everyone know we're trying to spread the word as fast as we can because we don't have a whole lot of time
1: we will do for sure including we we former former wazuku ryan leaf is a friend of the show too i'm gonna send him a message as well yeah so that'd be it, amazing get that you gotta get that word out man definitely yeah, everywhere. for sure um who are who are who are some of your favorite athletes growing up did you have someone you modeled your game after or did you prefer a soccer player was your favorite or major league baseball player i mean who, who are your favorite athletes mm, i don't know i didn't really
2: maybe like david beckham maybe a soccer guy like that guy i wasn't I'm not really huge into like, not idolizing, but I've never really had a huge celebrity like a celebrity crush or like an athlete that I really looked up to. Um, I really kind of like just doing my own thing. Maybe, maybe like Ryan Dungey. I used to ride motocross, so like motocross guys, I always looked up to. I kind of, I kind of like to do all that. So I don't know, maybe him or like David Beckham.
1: Okay, motocross. Uh, did you do that for a, a lot long time or?
2: Yeah, I I started riding when I was two years old okay and started racing doing all these things uh and then got my leg ran over so i Ooh. broke my leg second grade on mother's day so that was a good day oh <laughs> perfect timing on that one So <laughs> did that and then i got paused from racing for a while um but yeah i've been riding my whole life i love to ride we have a track back home that i always ride at um i love it so mm-hmm. that that's kind of my that's my getaway after football like when football is all set and done, that's what I want to do a lot is just ride and hang out. And like, that's my favorite thing to do.
0: Was it your kicking leg or your other leg?
2: I think when I turned, cause it was, I turned right. No, it was my <laughs> left leg. I turned right, okay. slid out. My leg was out and
0: then I got ran over and Ooh. twisted around. Ooh. Yeah. It got me good. Uh, that makes me think, uh, have you ever, have you ever, uh, I've always been curious if there's ever been a someone who can cook or can kick goofy footed just as well, you know, like, um, yeah. you know, are is there a is there such a thing as a switch kicker, you know? Yeah, yeah.
2: I know there's some people that can do it. I can kick with my left leg. Re- like, okay. okay, I wouldn't say maybe in a game, I could probably hit a 45 yarder, maybe 50 yarder with my left foot, wow. but not super consistent. Wow. Uh, I do that just to mess around with. But
0: yeah, uh, would there be any kind of advantage to that? Like I mean, you know, maybe the wind or the different like, I don't know, motion on the no, ball I, or something or No,
2: I don't I don't think so. I don't think there'd be much of a difference unless you had like some crazy curve with your left foot that you could do or something. I don't know. Just mess with know... the
0: defense's mind. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll line up and they like look the Wait, <laughs> I thought he was a righty. What is he doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's the longest kick you've made in practice or like in pre-game or obviously with nobody rushing on you but hmm. have you made it from 60 plus yards
2: yeah 65 has been okay. my longest um i want to shoot to when i when it gets to summer and i start messing around with it more uh 70 yards i think i could hit that uh, it's been a while since i really just
1: tried something ridiculously far like that have you played since you've been with Wazoo? have you guys have you played at, at Colorado? I'm just curious about the mile high of the weather. No, I, I haven't played at Colorado yet. I know this year we're going to be playing at Colorado,
2: which will be great. That ball will fly really well.
0: Okay.
1: That'll be fun to watch for sure. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> when you go out, I've always wondered when you go out and you in, for like a kickoff um, – does the coach tell you kick it out of the end zone or do you you know what kind of strategy you want to do that kickoff i mean yeah
2: he'll he'll tell us what type of kick to hit right just, before he also has hand signals yeah get <laughs> the thing out of here now he's, got, he's got different hand signals so if he sees a guy with a hole like in between players he'll tell us to hit a certain direction and he's he'll tell us different things like that but almost every single time it's out of the end zone is the goal
0: when it's out of the end zone do you ever try to make a field goal <laughs>
2: well if you yeah you know what if i mean you, like no. make it through the uprights just because you're kicking i guess it out. i guess if it's like if we get a flag and they move us up 15 then yeah, then yeah be... just for the heck of it i yeah
0: uh, it's something I, I, was, I always wanted to wanted to That's see really people try yeah
1: what's it like playing for coach dickert oh it's a blast he
2: has been great uh ever since he had to step up ever since Rolo situation he's been great he's been super family based and super close to us his door's always open it's been great to just talk with him and hang out he does a lot of events and things like that so it's been it's been great having him especially just having a head coach that has a lot of trust in me i know Rolo had trust in me but it's just great to like he always reminds me uh coach dicker and things like that so it's great to have that connection especially knowing that head coaches don't like when they have to send out the field goal unit, just him having that confidence and being excited for me to go out there and hit that kick is, it's really comforting to me. And it it gets me excited to hit field goals.
1: Do you you have to reward your offensive line for good blocking?
2: Yeah. A few (laughs) times. (laughs) Yeah. A few times there's been, there's been guys where they, they slip through or whatever and they get close to hitting me or blocking me. And uh, I'll give him some motivation. I won't say what I said. I'll buy him, but I'll give him some motivation. Hey, buddy, I'll buy you the biggest Big Mac possible if you block this guy from me. They,
0: they make larger Big Macs? Than... <laughs> I don't know. I'll ask for the biggest one, whatever it takes. Fair enough. Don't want to don't want to get an NCAA violations there. You know, you gotta you gotta keep it keep it keep it small. I guess. Keep it legal, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, that yeah, Actually, that brings me to the next question. Um, how have you seen, or, or have you seen, any influence in the change regarding, with the name, image, and likenesses changes to the NCAA rules, NCAA rules? Um, have you seen any changes around the team, around the culture, around the school? Yeah, I think it's been positive. I would
2: say it's a lot more positive than it has been negative. I know there's people that get really pissed and really upset like this is ruining the sport these guys are getting selfish like i could see it but i know the guys that just transferred recently like none of them they're not looking for the bag or they're not looking for money like that a lot of people get that mixed up and be like oh this guy's leaving because he wants to get paid more money or he wants to get this i i I don't think that's happening i think that's very rare if it's for like like the only situation i see something like that is for like a major qb and it, it's so rare, but I think I think it's been great because it teaches you business and it teaches guys how to send emails and how to how to make money and how to like promote products and things like that. I've learned so much through NIL that I really don't see much of a negative behind it.
0: Preparing, yeah, preparing you for the future, you know, business world that you're gonna you're gonna enter anyway.
2: Um, yeah, there there's a lot, of, especially like time managing and things like that. Like I've learned with my NIL deals and my experience, like, okay, I, I'm gonna focus on this or I'm not gonna pick up every single deal and I'm gonna start responding to the people that send me deals that I don't wanna do. Like I, I'm learning these things because that that's what I'm gonna need to know how to do in the future,
0: especially for someone like me who wants to run their own business. Okay. okay. So then then that leads to the next question is, what do you see yourself doing Uh, you know 20, 20 years from now after you're the next Jason Hansen? and you finished your career uh you can't kick forever unfortunately uh you know what do you what do you see what kind of business do you see yourself running i hope to
2: have an electric bike company i really enjoy that i like building electric bikes i have a few and i've built a few Uh, I like that i think maybe having like a, a podcast like this as well as a few side companies ooh i really want to start my own energy drink company Ooh. That I love energy drinks. So I would love to have my own energy drink, whether it's got my name and brand on it or something like that. Um, I think I could really change the game with that. But I would say something like that and just kind of that's why I like doing these talks, and that's why I like doing these charity events and just like using my platform to kind of like build my my name because I think as I keep building it, I'm gonna be able to have more of these opportunities and and kind of grow as a person as well as grow different businesses. Cause uh, my dad owns his own business and it really motivates me to have my own business. Cause I want to be self-employed one day.
0: All right. You have to remember that uh, if, if Red Bull or monster reach out for you in an NIL <laughs> deal, you know, Hey, I want, I want to drink in my own name.
1: Yeah. One of these
0: days <laughs> I'll take it over. Put my face on it. <laughs> no, what, what is
1: your favorite energy drink? Just curious.
0: Ooh. I don't know,
2: I've gotten healthier. I started to figure out what's good for me and what's bad for me. I have a monster here that I
0: drank earlier. Okay. Uh no sugar, I'm mon- sure. Yeah, no, <laughs> Yeah, lots of sugar. Um Oh, but I thought you were I thought you gave up sugar.
2: Oh, well, well my sugar is like ice cream. Oh, okay. All okay. right. Not, not the stuff that's in stuff. I can't, yeah, I can't control that. That would be so hard. Yeah, everything really? that's got sugar yeah, in every, it. Everything everything pre-prepared, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so maybe Monster. Um, I think Mo- or Celsius. Um, but Celsius gets bland. It gets it gets boring. I don't know. All right. Uh,
1: pre-game ritual. Do you have a pre-game ritual?
2: Yeah, pre-game ritual. Show up to the field. Um, I get dressed. Everybody's ritual. Probably I write. it's <laughs> yeah, a, a good start to the yeah. ritual. But yeah, I get there and I write my goals for the game. So I write down. Three goals, and it's like self-projecting. So it'll be like my field goal steps are smooth and consistent. My ball height will be great. Um, I will attack every single opportunity with confidence, and I'll write that on a little note card, flip it over, put money sign, because every time I step on the field, I'm money, and then tuck that into my right sock, uh, tie up my boots, and then head out there.
0: That's, so it's so it's cool. <laughs> it's in your it's in your cooking kicking legs uh uh yep. shoe basically.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a little note card that sits in there. You can't really notice it. And uh yeah, it's been a it's been a great tool that my mentor, Jim Madrid, taught me. So I work with him a lot and that's been great. I really like that, use that. And then I also write on my hand. I'll write like mom or I'll write uh head up for like different kicking things, like say I need to like stay more upright on my kick i'm like okay oh there's my there's my notification i'm gonna do that
1: <laughs> tell us about your mentor i'm curious now a little bit why is it yeah. your mentor
2: yeah so i met him through uh my chaplain father paul here uh who is the one who has the saint thomas moore center okay and uh so yeah so i so i met him through that because I, I really struggled the first game i i ended my first year that I kicked I was Pac-12 first team and then I came into this season had a horrible game I went one for three against Idaho was really down trying to figure out like man what happened I did so great in fall camp like I'm all ready and he sent me to Jim Jim gave me a call and this is what he does he works with Olympic athletes and things like that and he really opened up my mind and like showed me that I can do so much more. He showed me these exercises and it really like excited me about my mind. Cause I know like you've got so much more potential in you, but to actually see it and hear it from a person and get examples, it was crazy. It really opened up like how to approach the game, how to like manipulate my breathing, how, like chewing gum, chewing gum makes me concentrate more like little things like that, that I didn't even realize. So, so I worked with him the whole season. And I still do. And he's been great ever since then. I'm in contact with him all the time. And yeah, he, I love him. He's great.
1: You Ever consider writing a book one day? Seriously.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I i got a lot of crazy stories. So I, I guess I could write a book. I'd want it to be like Mike Leach's. Mike Leach wrote a lot of good books. I think mm-hmm. he did a great job. So something like that, maybe all my crazy stories
0: and then something more serious. So I have two, but yeah, that'd be cool. Well, Brian's got you writing your memoirs already. Uh, in that regard, um, it, it, we, one of the questions we always like to ask people, just because it's kind of fun to pick your brain, is: um, In you know, thirty years or something, they make a movie about your life. Who mm-hmm. plays you? And and uh, you can pick any actor or actress uh, from any timeline. And to the to date, everyone's been disappointing me, and still hasn't taken Steve McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> what has Steve McQueen done? What has he done? I told I you, Matt. <laughs> you don't even know who the... Oh, man. Okay. It's That's, for the older generation. Man, I'm just... I'm old. I'm old. I'm, I'm, apparently, I'm really, really old now. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you, any actor you, you want from any time, you know, who, who would play you in a, in a movie about your life? Hmm.
2: That'd be so hard to pick. I feel like... Maybe just Adam Sandler because it'd be funny, but I don't know if it'd really be like that accurate
0: but uh, I was gonna yeah. suggest uh this may be out of line but for for your look and and, and your general uh, manner I was gonna say Owen Wilson
2: that would be a good one that's <laughs> probably more accurate you probably know more I don't know a whole lot on actors and all their names and stuff like that so right. Owen Wilson I'll keep that in my back pocket for when they make a movie
0: okay uh do you have any favorite sports movie of any kind any any sport just mm. curious I really like Creed three that I
2: just watched. Okay.
0: That was really okay. good. I thought they did a great job with that. Um, I'm forgetting the lead, the actor's name, but he's brilliant. I love him. Michael yeah.
1: Jordan. Is it Michael Jordan? Or Mike, or Michael B. Jo- yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. he's brilliant.
0: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, we are nearing that time now where we like to, to sum things up, but first I want to give you a chance one more time. We for, to some up for our guests uh, where, where they can find the foundation, where they can find you, how they can help, uh, give, give yourself a plug and a, and a shout out uh, of, as far as all of the information here that they need to know. Yeah.
2: So H J dot foundation or Heather foundation.com. That's where you can donate. We're a 501 C three, uh, tax refundable. And we have an event April 21st at Zeppos right before the spring game. So if you're in town, come out, come sponsor Elaine, lane, come, uh, come, come uh come to the silent auction kind of all that we're gonna have a huge event and it's all going to a kid with cancer and you can also find that stuff on all of my social medias just dean.jenikowski not related to jenikowski but dean. <laughs> <laughs> and, no but you're related
0: to heather so that right? yeah yeah okay, related good. to her yeah
2: okay. Yeah. um yeah so you can go there <laughs> and you can also dm me for a spot and it's going to be a huge event and we're going to keep doing this every single year as well as this upcoming season i'll be doing the same thing where i raise money every single time i go to kick a field goal you can donate money and we're going to raise money for kids with cancer and help out the
0: Pullman community and keep an eye out for a little note card stuck in the in the kicking foot yeah uh, if you look keep closely when he kicks on, kick. on national tv yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh now we all we what we like to do we like to end every show uh with a bit of a shout out uh personal message but personal shout out to a friend family member uh, someone in your life that's special that you just want to you want to give a word encouragement or, or a shout, you know, congratulations to. Um, we'll start with Brian and go ahead.
1: I'm going to give a shout out to the Wazoo women's basketball team for winning the Pac-12 journey last Sunday and they're headed off to the big dance. I mean, first time in years that they've won something like this. And I mean, it just brought that warm feeling to my heart watching them celebrate after the game. I mean, I, they're, they're going to be fun to watch, and I think they're going to go a long way. So, go Cougs. Do you have a shout-out there, Dean?
2: Yeah, uh, I would shout – well, you actually took mine. On the <laughs> team. That's great. Right. But I would say my, my dad, he stepped up a lot, really helping my brother at least get to WSU, doing all his registration, things like that. It's been really hard for him. And being able to step up and just be – Really helpful around the house so i would say my dad as well as the football team i think we're really working hard i see all the boys out there every single day and uh just preparing because we're going to be oregon this year
1: absolutely amen <laughs> and uh, wisconsin again too i can't wait. Yeah, for that. <laughs> yeah home. yep um okay yeah and mine's
0: not necessarily uh, uh, uh i guess as positive i just want to send a positive uh, a message uh to a uh, there's a family friend of mine who's experiencing some some uh, health issues, and she's going into the hospital uh, probably tomorrow for uh, uh, some surgery, so I just want to put out some good thoughts and, and hope she everything goes well. It should go well. There's not a Definitely. major operation or anything, but it's, you know, I <clears throat> just wanted to have know that I have her in my thoughts. Um, and with that, uh, I want to uh, say uh, thanks for listening to the Seattle Sports Union podcast, everyone. Um, been, this has been uh, been a lot of fun talking to Dean Janikowski, place kicker for the uh, Washington State University Cougars. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us at SeattleSportsUnion.com. You can find us on Captivate, iTunes, Spotify, et cetera. Uh, we have sports, uh, Seattle Sports Union on Twitter. Uh, and look forward to seeing us soon. On uh, We have a uh, deal with Ocean Shores t- television uh, pretty soon. It's 11 a.m. on uh, Saturday mornings. So uh, with that, I will say, um, and as much as this hurts me to say, go Cougs.
1: Go Go Cougs. Cougs.